Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Fuji Love Podcast. This is the show brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine for the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm, X Series, or GFX. Head on over to fujilove.com. This week, we are bringing back Jared Quackenbush. He was on the show very recently to talk about uh, the the latest Fuji releases, and I'm bringing him back on the show because, well, Jared, let's say hi first. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you doing? Uh, Jared is a phenomenal videographer using the Fujifilm X-Series cameras. He is the owner of Rock City Media, and he has been doing some very interesting document uh, documentary work uh, for, for yes. a client. And I thought this was perfect, considering that we are still knee-deep in COVID-19 lockdown. Uh, we are uh, here. Uh, we are just north of Boston, and you are just north of the the you're in northern new york uh, i want to say north of uh, new york but you're in new york <laughs> you're north of new york city um, yes i am in well upstate or western new york i'm in rochester uh so northwest of new york city yes yes new york Home is of, more uh, kodak city. Yeah, uh, I hope they're doing well. What have they been up to? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I do catch a little beef walking around town with a Fuji system, though. So, <laughs> as opposed to what else they, <laughs> that you could use, hey, there's the, the the Kodak uh, clan is strong in that little city. So, <laughs> uh, I'm sure it is. Both people are very excited. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, Jared. Uh, you have been doing a very interesting, very important document work for your local area. Uh, it is uh, the, because we are uh, in the middle of this this COVID, COVID epidemic, uh, New York in particular being hit very hard. There have been hospitals that are ba- basically being put up. Uh, very quickly, the, the makeshift hospitals. Yes. And you have been doing a lot of document uh, documentary work on this. Yeah. So I got a call a few days ago from one of the big contractors that is working with, you know, the U S army Corps of engineers who are yeah. in charge of building, you know, these, I, I want to call them kind of pop-up hospitals. I, uh, and they're the, the last news is the governor wanted five completely separate locations being installed throughout Long Island. So I, they're not documenting all of them, but they had reached out to me to, you know, to, cause this is a bit of a historic time. Hopefully these things don't need to get used. Right. But, yes. um, you know, they had reached out to me to, <laughs> come and shoot both photo and video, which was very humbling and exciting and surreal. It was kind of all of the emotions, but um, we just wrapped that up and just got home yesterday. So we were there for quite a few days and just seeing the process in a matter of three days go from a soccer type field to five to buildings. Wow. Is, uh, something else. So the, do you know if this is this purpose, is it just for uh, 
for informational purposes for other locations that that are doing the same thing or is this it's more a, just it's a great question man um i wasn't given a lot of info you know um uh, i'm you know was somewhat limited on what i could say or even tell people where i was going and what yeah. it was for you know i do know some of the material will be used for i mean what we call it marketing but i think just um, showcasing the work of the contractors who are, you know, building these things with the army. Yeah. So um, it's probably going to have a, a multitude of purposes. Uh, but this is actually a project that I won't be, you know, editing the final, um, a lot of the final video, you know, um, yeah. where that has been, you know, delivered to them for them to, you know, it's, to have as long as they need it and use whatever they want it for. So um, it's probably going to be used for quite a few things. They weren't too specific. They just knew this is historic. They want to get there. They want to get it captured and they don't want it to, these things come up. These things are built so quickly. They don't want to, you know, forget about it, you know? So I hear you, man. And so, so what, I mean, I have so many questions. Is it's but the biggest thing is how did they ensure safety? I mean, I, I, of course, nothing is one hundred percent. But what was the steps necessary that you had to go through to to just be on site and, and for everybody else as well? Yeah, great question. So they had to you know do a little bit of clearance to get me even on site. You know, so. I had to uh, get to my, you know, certain information. But then once I arrived um, to the site, it was every everybody. Now, keep in mind, it's a hospital being built. So it is, <laughs> it's, it's funny, Mark, I had put on my social, you know, I, I was able to share where I was going and the reason without a lot of details. And I yep. just said, you know, to my, to, you know, the people who follow me, you know, let me know what you want to see. <laughs> Everybody and I said, if we're going there to see a hospital getting built, and everyone just said, well, we want to see the doctors and nurses and working with people. And so I said, well, that's wonderful, but doctors don't really build hospitals. <laughs> so I said, this is a, so I had to transition the next day to say, folks, this is a construction site. <laughs> but yeah. so it is a construction site to kind of paint the picture. And there are. <laughs> just so many different businesses there. So when you do show up, um, normal construction site stuff, you know, I have a specific vest on, I have a hard hat, uh, safety glasses, and everybody was wearing uh, cloth masks, masks, yeah. you know, that is something that they're really starting to yeah, push for certain reasons. But um, I and there were specific areas that we would enter where there would be uh, somebody from the military checking our temperature. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. I mean, everybody, you're in a big, wide open space. This is not a confined indoor location. So that already is very good for limiting the spread. Um, everybody is pretty spread out. You know, there's pockets of people, but really no more than, you know, a handful of people together, you know, within a couple of feet. And we're building a hospital. We are, sorry, they're building a hospital. <laughs> and so safety is a top priority, right? If this thing doesn't get built, you know, kind of defeats the purpose. So precaution measures were taken and 
everybody was nice. The atmosphere was really good. Everyone kind of really working together. And uh, it was me as somebody not in the construction line of work. It really was amazing to see what, I guess, what we're capable of as a community and a country building these structures so quickly. And you said that each one, uh, you five of them were built within a few days. Yes. So to give a little bit of context, folks, it's, you know, initially people were thinking it's like, well, it's just a pop-up tent. Um, it's not really that. It's, uh, it's they're very big barns, basically. Yeah. They're a single floor, single story structure. Now, these ones were being covered in a tent like material, but they did have complete you know, structural framing done to them. But uh, since there is no second story, the foundations don't have to be the same. So if you can imagine really big barns is what is getting built. Um, So, yeah. Or if you're a wedding photographer, uh, these are really big wedding reception. They're like (laughs) those, but on steroids, you know, they are, you know, they're covered Mark in a wedding, like tent type material. But yeah, definitely, definitely much more permanent of a structure when it comes to the framing, but also something that could be taken down probably rather quickly. Yep. Amazing. And so each one of these, uh, you you said that each one was built. Are they close together? They're within one field or are they? Yeah. So, um, you know, when I pulled up there the first day, I met my point of contact. He said, I said, what do you need first? You know, and he's like, well, just grab your camera. And as we walk through, just start, you know, snapping photos. So um, if you can imagine it is this one was on a college campus. So and it was very close to their athletic fields. So yeah. it was very close to a basketball stadium, which is an indoor facility, obviously. And next to that is an outdoor football stadium and then a soccer stadium. And then what I would assume would be other practice fields. So not yeah. priority fields, fields that they could build on. Right. Um, yep. So, and, you know, they had a little bit of the real estate there on the property to build these. So these five structures are actually rather close. Um, They're very, they're all within walking distance. They're all very close to each other. Yes. Nice. And so you were just basically told photograph this or do video here. Uh, Was it very specific? Or were you given um, free reign to kind of I, wander? I was given a lot of free reign. You know, I, I asked, I, I always, you know, you want to communicate with the client and see what are the specifics they want. But uh, there's somebody who actually follow, they follow me personally. So they see the work that I've done, right? And that's what I love about social media. It's a great place to show your work. And so, you know, he, he knows what I've done. I did one small job for them actually in the past, in December, up in Niagara Falls. And that kind of built the relationship. They found me through Instagram, which is, that's a whole nother story. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really thankful for that. So when they reached out, they, they were kind of already aware of what I could do, but um, I don't know if that answered the question, but I had a lot of freedom, you know, I I shoot and document a lot of, in, in my marketing niche, a lot of construction blue collar service companies and contractors so this was that but times 10 as far as the scale of work so yeah you know personally i would i would arrive on site meet my point of contact um 
And, you know, I would just kind of walk the facility, obviously always being aware of where I am. And so I'm not getting in the way, probably like a wedding. <laughs> you don't want to run into yeah. people. <laughs> you know, you imagine documenting a wedding, but everyone's in hard hats. There you go. Uh, right. But um, so uh, I had a little bit of instruction the first day and then the rest was just, you know, fire away. Yeah. And wow. That, and again, the, these are facilities that are to be used just in case. New York has been doing a lot of preparation for overflow. And this is really amazing planning on their part uh, right. as far as just trying to, to, to keep things up and running and keep things organized and keep things sure. I'll kind of paint the picture real quick. Like as I arrived, you know, um, thankfully the area that I live in New York is not really affected too much by this uh, situation. So, you know, and I'm sure like many of us out there, maybe our neighborhood and our community are not very affected. So we see that we're watching the news and we're trying to stay educated. So as I arrive to the campus, um, I come in the entrance opposite to where the hospitals are being built. I, you know, I didn't know, but as I pull in, I start seeing those signs for COVID testing, drive-through testing. And that's when it really started to hit me that, that this is, you know, a, a real issue. And yeah. so as I pull in, um, I see a large parking lot and they have cones and barriers all set up for drive-through testing. And I'm sure we've seen that, right? I mean, most of us have seen that on the news, whether here in, here in the States or in another country, um, a lot of people have been doing drive-up testing. And uh, so that was just all very, it was a very, the excitement so, yeah. of the job and the opportunity kind of, yeah, withered away quickly. And it was like, this is very surreal. And then, uh, then when I got to the location where these at the time, only two of the five structures, the frames were up in the air. Yep. And it was just, as you pull in, you see it. And this, it was pedal. It was pedal to the metal. It was these, it was crews working like crazy. I've never seen anything like it to build these things. And within, within 24 hours, all five were up and already starting to get wrapped (laughs) in, uh, in the material. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was very different from the cliche union workers that you usually see. Well, yes. And, and I emotionally, you know, one, very thankful for the opportunity to have work. Number two, hoping that it's safe and that I'm not going to be affected selfishly, but you have to think (laughs) about that. Um, and then, you know, this is what I, I love excitement. You know, if anybody could get this opportunity, I would want it. But then to really take a moment, you know, to think about, wait, this isn't like a sports stadium getting built. Like these are hospitals and this is very sad potentially. And it was, it was just a a bit of a, you know, it was a bit of way different waves of emotions. Yeah. Yeah, Super excited. And like, this is what I've been working towards. And it's like, wait, you know, hopefully not one of these get used. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was the first 24 hours and then it was, you know, get out there and get to work. So it kind of like was thrown right into it. So, 
Um, but at the end, you know, I was in a very good space. Uh, I was confident and very proud of the, what I had captured. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm very thankful for the opportunity that I, that I had. That's amazing. And it's every, everybody involved, uh, whether, you know, your position to document everything, to immortalize everything and have it as a, a lesson to future development or whether it's going to be used as in, in promotional saying, Hey, promotional material saying, Hey, here's what we're capable of doing. Look at the amazing work and the dedication behind the, 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 the crews involved. Uh, amazing. And it's just going to make it that much easier for doctors and nurses to be able to do their job, uh, effectively enough on their plates already. You know, as I pulled, as I, when I first arrived, my point of contact, who is, you know, one of the people in charge of this kind of the site and what I was doing, he says, you know, there's going to be people in these hospitals in less than two weeks, as far as like, at least that's the goal folks. Right. But what he was just saying is in less than two weeks, there will be people at with the, you know, they'll be able to admit people. Um, and to give some other context, so this specific, and, and I could say this, this, this location is actually now, these are going to be what the governor of New York is calling relief valves. So these actually are not, we have found out, it looks like not going to be for COVID patients. Yep. Um, they're going to be for uh, kind of regular day-to-day uh, issues uh, for the community and really for this, you know, the city of New York city. So, um, yeah, so, so a lot to take in. A, a different ailment. They, they want to keep everybody Ooh, separate. Yes. yes. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, amazing work. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's incredible. You know, I'm very thankful as a New Yorker, you know, that, you know, while I don't live very close to New York City, it's a place that I visit quite often. And, and I'll be honest, I love it. I love, love that city. I visit as often as I can. And as I was driving past Manhattan into Long Island, it was just uh, to take a moment and just think about what's going on there. And uh, me, for me personally, take a moment and just pray for all the people that are going through that situation. And hopefully, I, you know, this is something we'll all get through together quickly. As as quick as possible, like of course we want to take our sweet time, but yeah, it's like just and everybody is experiencing this so differently around the world. Everybody is is, absolutely the pace is different, the impact is different. Um, I know here in Massachusetts we have uh, a a pretty pretty big impact uh, citywide. Uh, city wise uh, and then uh, there there's you know, pockets of uh hospitalizations and sure. yeah you know fatalities uh, j- just you know here and there it, 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 you're getting it that that trickle feed through your local news media and then mm-hmm. go further north it's just like you know one or two yep <laughs> but yeah, so yeah it was it, a bit of a wake up call personally kind of going through yeah. there you know so it was it was that moment where the news kind of became real, you know, and it was, and you know, and 
I did not go to hospital sites in downtown, you know, so that's a whole nother level. Can't imagine what like the medical staff and people are going through, but Hey, you know, um, just once again, just incredibly thankful for the opportunity to do that. And, uh, it's something I will never forget, you know, as a photographer, videographer, it's, it's, it's from, from my point of view, and this is what, what I took from when you made the announcement is, you know, we're able to use our craft to do our part to help with, uh, well, sure. Yeah. With whatever we can. I, and it's, yeah. It just me as a person individually, uh, one of my biggest like traits is taking action. Um, and usually in the realm of helping people and using what little ability I have, whatever that is, to help people, you know? So it was, I was really thankful to use what ability I have with our beloved Fuji cameras to, you know, use it, you know, to document this for people. So, um, yeah, absolutely, man. Okay. On a lighter note, go ahead. What'd you use for the, for the, (laughs) let's let's talk about it. All right. (laughs) So, um, I brought my X-T3 and my X-H1 so you, we are on a construction site. So I, I wanted to bring both of them just because I didn't know while I had, per, here's another thing to just share. While I had permission to be on site, you have so many different companies working. You have 14 different plumbing companies and electric companies all working for the contractors. So yeah. I was, <laughs> I was approached many times. Who are you and what are you doing here with the camera? You know? Um, and I had to explain, I, Oh, I have permission, <laughs> you know, but I was escorted off a couple of times only uh, allowed to come right back, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I, for a moment there, I actually, even though I was allowed to, I kind of ditched the, you know, the gimbal with the X-T3 and uh, did a little handheld shooting, right? With that little X-H1. I would have loved to have the new one, but, uh, X-T4, but yeah, obviously that, it's not here yet. So we primarily a, shot everything with the X-T3. Um, and you know, and that is why I, what I love so much about this system, it's such a great hybrid system, especially for me personally, yeah. uh, I would go from shooting video to where the scene was so good. I would grab the, the quick video clip that I wanted and then switch as quick as I can switch to, you know, switch that dial to photo and start rattling off some, some photos. So it was just, listen. I, I love it. That's what I love about it. It does exactly what I need for both photo and video. And I can't share any of the photos really yet, but I will be right. able, to, I will be able to very soon. So I, I was look. I have been looking through them and I've already started sure. editing them. And uh, I really, I got a few that I like. I'm just nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Where, where- so I imagine you're going to post them on uh, social media, right? Yeah I'll, yeah. I'll be posting them on my, my Instagram. Um, I told the world where they could find the Yeah, Instagram. sure. So my name is Jared Quackenbush and that is my Instagram handle. So it's at Jared J A R E D and Quackenbush is spelled just how it sounds folks. So it's Q U A C K E N B U S H. Um, and Mark, since you asked, mentioned gear, uh, I will say, I will mention, you know, the lens that I used. So um, yeah. for this prom- 
for most everything that I was doing, I was using the 16 to 55 F2A uh, lens. Yep. Um, I also use for almost all my video, for a lot of my video shoots, I actually use a Sigma 18 to 35 um, art lens. It's a Canon and I use the Fringer adapter and it works really well. But for this, I wanted a little bit more, you know, room to go uh, in the zoom range. And this lens worked amazing. It worked really good. And I also used quite a bit for this um, because, you know, I'm on a construction site. I'm not able to get up close and personal. So the wide lens wasn't as helpful. Yeah. Or using a wide lens. But uh, I don't know if anybody here has used it, but uh, I was using the, and I'm probably going to say the name wrong. So don't laugh. at Well, you can laugh at me. I think it's Viltrox or Voltrox. Um, it's an 85 uh, millimeter F1.8 they made for X-Mount. Uh, it's okay. a lens that came out kind of recently, kind of been considered that like budget range, but yep. you know, it's an 85 millimeter. So the equivalent is like 120 something. And uh, I've been very happy with it. So uh, really? I've been, I've been very happy with it. There's, there's a lot of reviews on YouTube for that lens as far as photos goes. Um, I'm working on doing uh, kind of like my thoughts, feedback about that lens in the video realm. So that should be coming Amazing. out pretty soon. But uh, and that's uh, manual focus only, right? It is not. It is autofocus. Really? Oh, okay. All right. So yes. I was thinking of something completely different. No, it's, yeah, it's a Viltrox 85 millimeter F1.8. Um, obviously, you do the conversion for APS-C crop, but uh, very happy with it. It has autofocus um, for the price that it is. Been been really enjoying having that in uh, the camera bag. Oh my god! Not not I I I can't have something else. I'm already sitting here. It'd be great for <laughs> weddings, Mark. It'd be great for weddings. I know, man. <laughs> my last two podcasts that I did was me just drooling over different gear that I can't afford to buy right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had been looking at getting you know the the Fuji 90 millimeter prime, right? And so yeah. when this one kind of popped up, I got a really good, really good price on it on an open box off eBay. So I figured, why not try it, right? Why not try yeah. it? They were going for a good price on the resale market, so I wouldn't have lost anything. And so, yeah, so far, I really recommend it. So uh, that is predominantly what I was using. And then there was a few times where I would switch to that XH1 where I did want to be a little more stealth, you know, um, yeah. you know, trying to stay back and not bring too much attention to myself. I could shoot a lot handheld with it. So uh, all in all, was super happy uh having both those cameras hopefully uh if we get to we i very it looks like i'll be called to another site um we don't know when or for what just yet but who knows maybe we'll have the xt4 we'll see not good wood i mean right? that, that would be super awesome <laughs> and uh but yeah it, it's uh, man that, that that's another lens that i need to take a look at um yeah you're going to have to uh, point out some of the photos that you took with it. Uh, oh, I will. On your social media so I can I will. check out the book. <laughs> yeah, I, I was pretty happy with it, guys. It really was. So I've been very happy with the Fuji, the native Fuji lenses, but it's nice when you, it, when it's, I think it's always a win for consumers when we get options. It, it, it's going to make everybody step up their game, hopefully. So we'll, yeah. uh, keep seeing how this trends. Now, in addition to your, uh, uh-huh. your, your, commercial work uh the one of one of the videos that you made uh on your youtube channel sure was really 
I want to use uh, surreal again. Go for it. Uh, it is your downtown Rochester, I think, where it's just pretty much empty that you were able to just do some drone shots. Yes. So this is, if, if you're familiar with Rochester, it's not a huge city, yeah. but it's a pretty good sized city. Um, and yeah, so I went down there one morning. This was kind of couple weeks ago not a couple weeks ago about a week ago and just tried to kind of capture the stillness of it i'm somebody who's in the city quite often really daily for work um yep. so many great food and coffee and drink and just places for people to hang out options and uh so i got down there and it uh was just dead and so i was trying to think of a way to kind of capture that so i that was a drone only video and i yep. wanted to shoot it differently you know than i had normally shoot drone videos you know drones videos have lots of movement in them you know parallaxing shots and pans and you know fly in and fly out so i tried to do this one you know real slow and somber and i don't know if that's the right word for it but uh just kind of it is because it matched the mood that you were really portraying going, yeah it, and it, so Nothing yeah, was happening. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for watching that. I, I I knew that was probably something that wouldn't really do well on my YouTube channel, but it was one of those things where that's for me. And uh I'm always gonna wanna go back and kind of remember what this unique it's a kind of an eerie video, a little bit. But uh It is yeah. it's a moment in time. Absolutely, yeah. So it's one of those things. I wonder if you, uh, I, I don't know the, the, the laws uh, in, in your area. Uh, I would imagine not many people are there to enforce anything, but like <laughs> sometime down the road when the world is back to normal, knock on wood, um, see it back bustling with oh, life. Yeah, dude. That's part of what, uh, so uh, I have a friend who is a video wedding a videographer and he's been doing a lot of similar stuff. Mark shoots from the ground and I, I've been, we've been working on something together and that's something we want to kind of put together when it's all said and done. Right. Uh, you know, a, a celebratory type video of our city, you know, everybody getting back to work and the smiles and just capturing all that emotion of uh, people gathering again. So we, we are looking forward to that, but yeah, so the drone law, yes, I, uh, I'm somebody who has had my, um, they call it your part 107 drone license. I've had its commercial license for uh, a little over a year now, been flying drones for longer than that. And so it's, that is another story, but that is what got me started into photography. It was seeing a friend with a drone and thinking that looks cool. And then, uh, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> drone footage when done well is really really awesome oh yeah oh and yeah done when i do it <laughs> you, you know yeah it's 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 such a fun skill it's such a it's such a fun thing you know i that is what started it it all and uh it grew from there i tried doing um uh i bought a what what is it the dji spark sure great uh, little drone Great little drone when you can use it properly. I was still getting the hang of it, and I'm thinking after one or two lessons, I'm fine. Bring it on into the woods where it has no GPS signal to be able to catch on. Oh, wow. So it's like, oh, okay. And, and, and so the, the controls are a little bit harder to use when it can't lock onto anything. Oh, I yeah. almost 
into a waterfall. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, folks, I mean, that, that's we're not talking about the times I've had to get mine repaired due to crashing it, but uh, <laughs> that has definitely happened. Yeah. I did crash my drone. I um, so I was uh, doing some foot practicing uh, at, at a wedding venue. Um, the, the wedding venue wasn't open. This was uh, a buddy of mine doing astrophotography, but I'm uh-huh. really good friends with uh, this wedding venue that's up in the White Mountains. They're literally up a mountain, and so trying to just get star footage from there is just amazing. But oh, prior to the stars coming out. Uh, I, I did some. I, I was playing with the drone, and what I tried to do was have the drone go through this little wooded corridor, sure. right between uh, two gates. And it would have been really nice if I didn't clip the gate. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, uh, the drone hey, kind of goes. You're flat. not a drone pilot if you ain't crashing a little bit. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think I'm done for the day. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that that your your YouTube footage, my God, that was just amazing to watch. And, thank you, thank you. And, and tell the world where they can find your YouTube channel. What, what what's your channel? Yeah, great, great. I uh, I think just do the same. You know, Jared Quackenbush. Um, if you search Jared Quackenbush, I'll tell you folks, there are not a lot of Quackenbushes on the YouTubes. So no, um, you should be able to find it. I uh, and um one of the videos that pops up is a Fuji camera video. That'll probably pop up first. So, um, which yes. everybody should also check out. It's they a, should. It's really I well. did a little, I did, I played into the little clickbait. I said, is the, you know, I did a video about the X-T3 and the X-T4. So, uh, but yeah, it, uh, it's been going good. YouTube is something that is such a challenge, but yet something that I love so much. Um, and something I'm, well, I'm not as consistent as I said I would be at the beginning of the year. Um, I have stayed somewhat consistent and uh, still have every intention to do so. So it's such a great platform. I love it as a consumer so much. I owe so much of the knowledge I have in my career and about these wonderful cameras, learning from creators like you guys, you know, that are willing to share their knowledge and experience on YouTube and so I'm just so indebted to it. I've uh, just been really motivated to start giving back the same way, right? So absolutely, man. And uh, and I I completely agree. Um, I I also would like to do more video. Uh, that that is my, my New Year's resolution as well. You know, I uh, I'll say I, it right. As well. <laughs> you know, uh, and that's as a marketer and everybody learning how to. I know maybe on piece of paper how to grow a channel properly. <laughs> you know, there's yep. specifics, but um, you know, uh, yeah, we have a few things coming out. I uh, I shoot, and this is Mark. I have every intention to post multiple times a week. I am shooting behind the scene footage and vlog style footage on almost every job I go to. But then yeah. <laughs> when it comes to editing it and breaking it down, uh, that's another story. But hey. We're getting better, but I would, Hey, if anybody is looking for a new YouTuber to follow, I would love for you to come over and check out my page and uh, see some of the videos that we're going to be putting out there as far as photography, videography, and kind of like how that all comes together as a business. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, like after we had our initial conversation a while back, 
uh, I actually did start doing a lot more video work with the XT th- with, with my own XT3. Uh, apart from that gig that I had, awesome. Uh, but yeah, you like, had mentioned that, yeah. I was able to set it up, and in this particular case, I was talking about iPhone photography, but I was able to shoot it all using the XT3 and just being able to just throw on the Eterna profile. Oh just yeah, for uh, just oh, for yeah. somebody like me, a, a beginner with video, it, it was just so easy. And yeah, that's kind of been my go-to. You know, that's been my go-to profile as somebody who does really, really, really quick turnarounds. I shoot almost everything in that profile, <clears throat> and once you, uh, you know, you either keep it that way or you do a little grading to it. Man, been very happy with it. So I do a lot of run and gun, quick turnaround. Been very, I love that. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I shot that. <laughs> I shot all the documentary footage in that profile. You know, nice. um, and get, every time I give that, and this isn't just saying this, every time I give that to uh an editor or somebody that I'm working with, right? Like in this case, they always they will almost always ask, what are you shooting on? Or what did you shoot that on? Um even my friend who is a wedding videographer that I mentioned earlier in this podcast, he shoots all Sony and I help him second shoot a lot of his weddings. And every once in a while he'll say, Hey, go get your go get that XT3 out real quick. I wanna, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I need a 4K 60 shot for me. Which can you help me out? And I'm like, oh, you mean your Sony's can't do that? And he's like, shut up. So <laughs> but um he even him and he is such a master at editing and grading, I would say. And when going through the profiles and as we learn to work together, he always just goes, ah, just use that one. Eterna, <laughs> you know, and so I, I took that. I really trust him. So when he said that, I'm like, I'll just keep using that. So it is such a perfect profile. It's 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 everything that you dream of, yeah. like with good video foot. Like I I don't need to to do any kind of grading. Yeah, of course, right, right. There's I don't a, know how to do any kind of grading. I don't remember. There's somebody who I just started following recently on Instagram. I I wish I could plug them. I don't know their name the top of my head but they've actually been shooting a lot of photos in that profile and it just was kind of nice seeing seeing something different right in my feed you know so yeah. uh, if if you've been using it for photo folk or for video folks give it a shot for some photos you may if you may surprise yourself you may actually like it absolutely and so the other thing that i've been doing with my xt3 as far as testing my ability to do video and you're going to relate to this is sure. trying to do video of my Australian shepherds. Yes. The great. Not oh, did you say that's the greatest dog ever? Yeah. I think it's the greatest dog. Greatest dog. <laughs> well, it, I, I think it's tied with border collies. Those, oh, those are my. Okay. <laughs> yes. Mark and I both have Australian shepherds. So yeah. You, what have you been trying and to do are, with it, Mark? Trying to get some video. Yeah, I'm trying to just get them in frame at this point. They're oh, right. super fat. <laughs> I know. I haven't but, uh, trained. Mine is still rather young. He's in that like teenage puppy, teenage years. Yep. <laughs> so he uh, he's amazing. He's he's awesome. Uh, and uh, th- you know that's something fun too. You know, I haven't. I grew up with dogs, Mark, and I haven't had them for so long. Just with getting married and moving and college and jobs and then kids. And so we finally had just gotten one. And I have been loving. I don't, you know, post very much of him, but I have just, it's just been fun taking pictures of something other than, 
you know, landscapes, you know, and uh, my kids don't sit still. <laughs> neither does <laughs> neither does my dog. But uh, I've been loving taking pictures. Just just been a fun new thing to take photos of, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but they're they can be difficult, right? To kind of they can try, be. Try. It's you know what? It's been a great learning experience, and just and that's just an encouragement to wherever you are, wherever you are, and what you normally shoot to just get out and shoot different things because. <laughs> different movements and speeds. And for me, as somebody who was a videographer first and learning photo and learning to adapt your shutter speed based on movements and how fast certain things, certain things are compared to other things. And it's like, well, why is that blurry? It wasn't blurry for this one. <laughs> I mean, that's just the evolution, right? The evolution of a photographer, you know, buildings don't move at all. And then you go from kids and then you go to a dog <laughs> and it just yeah. keeps going, uh, keeps going up. So yeah. it's, it- it's crazy. And like with me learning video now, it, it, it's just trying to uh, it, like, I just recently learned how to put my camera into like do s- slow motion footage. There you go. Uh, hey, created the, the, the preset that allowed me to switch just with like a, like the, the push of the button and got some great footage of my dog running to and from. And then I was like, Oh, I, Forgot to do the focus properly. Hey, you'll <laughs> so, get it, man. You'll get it. You'll one get of it. these Just days. Keep shooting. Hey, my thing was learning. I, I, I am a. I am. I learn by taking action. You know. So I. <laughs> that's how I did it. Just keep on shooting, man. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Right on, man. So, Jared. Yeah. Awesome having you on the uh, you so show much, man. again, and. Your your work with the uh, hospitals has been tremendously inspiring. It, it, it's you know I, I enjoyed hearing about it on social media and just going you know seeing your day to day photos that you were able to yeah, share. I, I really hope to be able to share that stuff soon. So uh, you know if you know come on over check it out. I should be able to share that rather soon. But yeah, man, thank you, thank you. Right on and. Uh, gotta have you back when the world is back to absolutely sanity. and you're not far from uh massachusetts man once the world is uh back to normal let's all get together we'll do, we'll do an in-person pod episode you know <laughs> that would be awesome just put our cameras together and hey maybe by then you'll have the xt4 there you go man there you go <laughs> absolutely right on man uh, so tell the world where they can find you on the web one more time. Yeah. So Instagram, um, active on there, uh, YouTube for more long form content. It's all under Jared Quackenbush, but I'm going to do a plug. I may be the only one on Fuji Love podcast plugging to go check out my TikTok, but uh, that's not a joke, folks. <laughs> no, no, no. I, oh, I am, we are putting Fuji on the map as far as the the TikTok community goes. So my name is Jared underscore Quackenbush. We are putting we I'm putting content out there that I think any photographer would enjoy. Um, and uh, everything from adding quick, you know, little tutorials to, you know, humor around the camera world. So uh, it's been a great platform. I've seen tremendous growth from it. And, you know, really enjoying it. So I would love it if you would go check me out. And if you do visit me on any of the platforms, don't just visit, send me a message. I would, uh, the whole purpose of social media is to get, you know, 
to know people and uh, and build relationships. And so that's what I enjoy about it. So if you visit me, shoot me a message. I would love to uh, just, you know, say hi, get to know you and follow you back. Keep up the great work, man. Stay safe. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see more. And just wanted to say everybody out there listening, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Fuji Love Magazine. For the latest and greatest in all things Fujifilm, head on over to fujilove.com. Great articles there, uh, whether it is uh, you're looking for some great Fujifilm photos, articles on gear, or just experiences, kind of like what Jared's. <laughs> um, there, there are plenty up there that you can read from, and it's all there for you to check out on fujilove.com. Jared, awesome having you on the show and man we'll we'll, we'll get together soon but yes everybody thank you everybody and thank you mark for having me and uh for, love for hosting this whole thing for us excellent thank you very much everybody everybody stay safe and uh we'll see you next time <laughs>